Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Karen. And I'm Rich. And this is The Walking Dead Cast episode 30. We got my our special guest, my friend Rich here. Hey Rich. Hello. Hey Rich. I thought we'd bring Rich on because um, we're doing Evil Dead 2 and uh, Rich is kind of looks almost exactly like Ash, right? Uh, he really does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rich dressed up like Ash for Halloween one time. Did I show you that picture? No. Oh, yeah, he looked really good. <gasps> what? You have to, I think this might have I'll post it on the yeah, side. Yeah, you have to post it Then you're going to see me as a weird mime clown or something. <laughs> a scary clown? No, a weird mime clown. <laughs> That's kind of scarier. <laughs> an affinity for... Uh... For cupcakes, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh-oh. He's thinking of an interesting story. Uh, yes. Uh, okay, I got so drunk that I was putting cupcake. Oh, what happened? I was juggling cupcakes as a clown, and one of happened. them hit the ceiling, and it was a chocolate cupcake. And so I see this brown smear. So I started wiping all the white makeup off my face and putting it on the ceiling to repair the smear. You were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it your was mom's awesome. Oh, uh, no. I, I think it was, it was at Tim's. Yeah, it was friend. another friend's house. Yeah. Wow. We were like early 20s. They probably never got that brown stain off their ceiling. He got a it, lot of stains that night. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, dude. Hey, you want to start telling stories? <laughs> no. At least I never threw up on a statue of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, wow, you are so damned. So, so, uh, so I just wanted to admit, note really quick, I watched The Killing AMC, you know, the new show. Oh, yeah, how is really that? Really cool. Good, um, 
hard-boiled murder mystery. It kind of reminded me and a lot of other people of Twin Peaks because it takes place in the Pacific Northwest and it's got a, you know, it's about the killing of a young teenage girl. Sounds um, familiar. But it's not all weird and psychedelic, David Lynchian. It's oh, just, it, but it's good. You know, it's like well acted, well written, kind of restrained, good stuff. <clears throat> Game of Peaks. Thrones. You've heard of that? No, I, not only have we heard of it, we've we've been saving it up. Um, uh, I read the book. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, David's read the whole series. He said, "Stop after book three. Stop after book three. Uh, <laughs> and he's he loves it. Uh, George R. R. Martin. And you we, haven't, about this, we haven't Rich? seen it. No. It's a fantasy Sci-fi. HBO TV show. Um, started his books. Big cult following. Yeah, and it was really gruesome. And was it great? Really good. Oh, I film can't quality. Wait. Kind I of can't soap opera ish, but. Yeah, well, that's fabulous. That's how the books are, yeah. Yeah. Have you read the books? Nope. They're, we lo- we'll loan them to you. You'll but love I, them. I heard this was like similar, really similar to the books. David calls the books, um, they're, they're total um, crack. <laughs> really addictive. Uh, and last night, you and I went and saw Danny Boyle's uh, Frankenstein. Yes, we which did. Was in a movie theater, but it was a filming of a play that was that was put on in in London. Captured live uh, the end of March at the National Theater in London. And uh, can we talk about it right now? Is that all right? Uh, sure. Go ahead. Cool. Uh, it was. I thought it was great. It was pure Danny Boyle. Um, I thought the the sets were beautiful. Uh, love the music. Love the lighting. Love the acting was fabulous. It's these the the two actors switch parts. So uh, one of them plays Doctor Frankenstein. One of them plays the creature. And by the way, he was never referred to as the monster. He's always referred to as the creature. And it was it was great. It was full of um, you know you you feel a lot of sympathy for the creature. It's tragic um and uh you feel sympathy even for um dr frankenstein this did you know the story like frankenstein actually becomes pretty well educated and he speaks eloquently yeah he's very <laughs> articulate yeah yeah it's not at you all like the but he Lon, still looks Lon all ugly and he's all sewn together he's not people he's, hate him he's not like the big blockhead lon cheney with the bolts in the neck and yeah. he's not that at all yeah. he's he's definitely stitched up because, you know, he had a brain inserted. Uh, uh, and uh, he's stitched up all over the place. Uh, so he's he's a real uh, scary-looking um, uh, creature. But, but everybody was like, oh, the monster. And I'm like, yeah, he looks kind of cool, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> he he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Last night he was played by Johnny Lee Miller, and uh, who, who is a, a very good... Actually, both of those guys are gorgeous-looking guys. But um, you can, and you know, they they kind of contort themselves and and walk in a in a creature kind of way and drool and yeah. He said he modeled it a lot after his two year old kid. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> Just coming to life, you know. Um, and so but the story recommended. Made me sad. Yeah, 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 it's sad. Yeah, it is. It's a tragedy. It is a tragedy. So today we're going to have some news about the show. As usual, we're going to talk about Evil Dead 2, which we all watched, and hopefully you did too. Um, I hope we actually introduced some people to this to this movie. That would make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to have the Deadcast Top 5, which um, per Jordan from Walking Dead TV podcast will be the five most embarrassing ways to die as a zombie. Can't wait. We're going to have This Week in Zombies with Karen, a listener moans, groans, and grunts, and a contest update. Um, we've got a winner, DVD winner, 
75 ratings on iTunes. So another Walking Dead comic giveaway and then another announcement for another contest. So let's get into some news about The Walking Dead. We'll start with some news that has nothing to do with The Walking Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Which is that uh, Entertainment Weekly said uh, this guy who directed Lars and the Real Girl. Did you ever see that? Such a great movie. It's about this guy who... um, brings home this like giant sex doll and marries it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it, it, it was, it's uh, really sweet. It's movie. very sweet. It's uh, it's really odd. And, it's and so this guy's going to be directing Pride, Prejudice and Zombies. They asked him, um, though the two sides of the story share a gothic heightened tone, is it possible to add zombies to a British pastoral romance and still make it believable? He says no. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) He says, they're incorporated in a great way. It's literally just a burden they have to deal with. And back in those days, people would die from plagues. It's just a hardship they have to work through. They still try to keep the social norms working. It's not proper for a lady to be carrying a shotgun, for example, but here she's got to have a weapon. So that's his attitude. Yeah, and that that, sums up the book. I mean, that reflects the book. Oh, loved it. I loved it. And not just because I love zombies and not just because I love Jane Austen. It's like peanut butter and chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's this zombie anime that Doug talked about when he was on the show mm-hmm. called High School of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, if longtime listeners might remember that. So that's going to be coming out on June 28th in the U.S. Maybe so you we, don't have to get it illegally. Maybe we need to have Dougie on after it comes out and we have to talk about it. Okay. it's it's It looks awesome, but I never actually went back and watched the whole thing, but maybe we will. I think we need to. Uh, I'll put the trailer up on walkingdeadcast.com. So remember that Dead Island trailer, yeah. that zombie trailer? Did I send that to you the, of a zombie video game? Yeah. It was backwards. backwards. Uh-huh. Yeah. So everybody, so like, great. I think this could end up being the bane of this game because the game's not out yet. And everybody's like, that trailer was so amazing. Uh-oh. And the game can't live up to it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just a game. <laughs> so they interviewed one of the guys who um, made the game says, the recent trailer got a lot of people talking, but some accused it of misrepresenting the game. What are your opinions on scene-setting trailers and how important they are in drumming up excitement for a game? He says, we don't like to name any names, but there are countless CGI trailers that set out to present the mood and feel of the game world to stir the imagination a little. I personally love such trailers, but I consider them a separate category. While that small figure of a warrior is hacking away at an enemy with every roll of a dice, I can think about badass guitar riffs and dragons pushed deeper into the endangered species category. I basically have no idea what he's talking about here, but to me it sounds like he's been putting up a smoke screen because the game's not going to be anything like the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Skirting the issue. (laughs) Yes, but it sounds, it's still, even with that, it seems like it could be a cool game. It's it's graphically cool, and the one difference is that they say it's story-centered, and instead of having a lot of guns, you have to use hand weapons to kill the zombies. So it might be cool. I'm still going to play it probably okay now here is a a gun a hand weapon well melee weapons melee means hand-to-hand right hand-to-hand combat yeah 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 yeah. that's what i meant to say like you know like an axe or a knife or a bat quite familiar or scissors or whatever scissors (laughs) uh (laughs) knitting needles (laughs) uh okay now for some walking dead stuff uh charlie adlard who as we know is the artist of The Walking Dead, had an interview with MTV Geek, 
this is my favorite question that he got asked. Uh, some of your readers have worked out a way to survive in case of a zombie attack. Do you have a zombie apocalypse plan? He says, that's quite sad, isn't it? That someone actually has a zombie apocalypse plan in place. Like it's really going to happen. The dead coming back to life. You probably see vampires or something first. <laughs> she says, no, I don't have a zombie apocalypse plan. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's skip that one. It's going to happen. There's another interview with the girl who played Jackie, the woman who played Jackie. Yeah. She just says that she didn't know that she was going to die until they gave her the script. And said, oh, so you're not going to be leaving the CDC. Yeah. And everybody was really sad. And she's like, Aww. let's just do our job and move on. It's okay. You know, she might have survived. She might have, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> okay. Uh, she's coming back as a zombie. John Bernthal. Who, there's not a lot of news this week, but there's just a bunch of interesting tidbits. So John Bernthal, who plays Shane said that before season two scripts were started, each of the actors was invited into the writer's room. So I guess it's kind of an open environment where the writer, the actors collaborate and get to shape their destinies. I don't know. He's like, don't kill me. And give me better genes. He also said, I love that they've made a char- made a character that was pretty much one note in the comic and they've written him in to be unbelievably complex. He's constantly going back and forth on whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. You're dealing with an unbelievably lonely guy. And I think there are two types of loneliness in this world. There's the loneliness that you suffer when you're far away from the people that you love and, and there's nothing to do except pine away and be sad. Then there's another kind of loneliness where you're trapped with the people that you love. You see them every day and you just can't be with them the way you want to be. Shane's just discovering that there's absolutely no law in this world whatsoever. I think it's really illustrated in the scene where he beats the guy up on the beach and then draws the gun on Rick. He's realizing slowly but surely that he can do whatever he wants here. There are no repercussions. There's no law. And I think when you have a guy in this emotional state, realizing that in that the environment that he's in is this lawless, I think he can become an unbelievably dangerous person who must be stopped, who must be destroyed. (laughs) So that's his take on Shane. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, There was a Walking Dead billboard ad placed next to a funeral home in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) I love the British. I love them. Uh, Oh, that's wonderful. People wonder if that was a mistake or clever marketing. (laughs) They ended up taking it down. Did did people find it distasteful? Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I guess it is. Touchy, touchy. (laughs) Um, there's a video going around showing scenes from the walk dead. Did it, you watch that? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah. uh, showing, it'll show a scene and then it'll strip away all the elements that are CGI. Did you watch it? No. Oh, it was I said, I just sent it this morning. Yeah. Um, it took a while to load on my computer. It's really cool. And it's all, it's no, it's all visual. So I'm not going to play it, but it's just um, music. It's yeah. really great. Like almost everything was CGI that. Tanks and buildings and dirt. What scene was it? Zombies. A, a bunch of different scenes. Yeah, throughout all the throughout it. Like they'd show Rick walking outside the hospital. There's all these 
there's a tank, there's all these dead bodies and then it would strip away the tank and the dead bodies and the hospital. And he's just like walking on a soundstage or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like reveals that, you know, all this stuff that we didn't realize you was can't actually tell. CG. Yeah. 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 And tell. I mean, when you have to, you have to show legions of zombies, it's less expensive to CGI it, I guess. I guess. Sure. <clears throat> Although uh, I would gladly be a volunteer zombie extra on The Walking Dead. Just saying. CGI. <laughs> That's why they keep saying no. They're like, yeah, we could. You know we what? Don't. It's cheaper just to get get away from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't bother explaining why they right. just say no. Uh, so check that out. I'll put it up on WalkingDeadCast.com. Okay, one th- one more thing. Robert Kirkman did an interview at Comic Book Resources hmm. about the game the, that's coming up from Telltale based on the show. He he revealed it fits in with the story of the comic. Uh, that it'll be told in chapters and you're not going to be playing the same character in every chapter and it's going to be able to retain a lot more of the Walking Dead reading experience than you might expect. And then, which I I can't wait to play this game. I I hope it's good. Yeah, I do too. Then, this is a little bit spoilery, but it's the very last thing. So if you don't want even minor spoilers, go ahead and skip to the Evil Dead 2 part. But uh, I'm going to read a quote from the interview. This series on the surf is about the comic. This series on the surface, as it appears now, is turning into Rick's descent into madness. How many horrible things can this guy go through and how many horrible things can be forced into doing can he be forced into doing before he snaps? That's part of the fun of it. <laughs> Putting your main <laughs> character through his paces and seeing how he comes out on the other side. And also you have to take into account the different things this guy's gone through. Has he turned into a monster? Maybe, kind of, but that's what you have to do to survive. The fun of The Walking Dead is that it's a terrible world that people shouldn't be able to survive in. Surviving this world is almost as terrible as dying because it changes you into something you don't really want to be. I'm thrilled to have been able to stay on the book as long as I have and continue with the book for as long as I want to, which is quite a long time. We're going to continue to see these characters evolving and turning into things that are completely unrecognizable from what you saw in the first issues. Wow. So hopefully the TV show will last a long time so we can see that those transformations. Yes, that would be nice. Thank you. <laughs> and that's it. That was kind of boring. Wait, but, you, no, wait, you, you forgot. But, you, you didn't grab one thing I thought you'd grab. Oh, what's that? The, um, the, uh, walking dead, uh, action figures are available. Oh, well, I, yeah, I looked at that and it looked like one of them was painted that wasn't painted before. And that was the only difference. Really? <laughs> oh, they're available now to buy. That's well, what you're maybe it's pre-ordered. Yeah. I don't. Wow. That's really lame news. Yeah. Sorry. There's no good news <laughs> Sorry, people. <laughs> Sorry. That sucks. <laughs> let's go on to Evil Dead. Okay. <clears throat> now let's discuss Evil Dead. Okay. We liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when did you first see it? Probably um, when we were in high school. Yeah, I'll never forget. The first time I saw it was at our, our friend Tim's, Tim's house in yeah. 1988. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were 17, we saw it. We and used to wait. watch all these like really gory movies over there yeah. at Tim's, yeah. like Reanimator, and, and this yeah. one really stood out. But our, what I remember the most about that time is one time we... We used to watch all these gory movies where, like, there would be a severed head going down on some girl or whatever. Right. You know? Right. And then we brought home Eddie Murphy, um, Delirious. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. And, and Tim, and, you know, you could hear him cussing up a storm on the stage and talking about sex. And Tim's dad comes downstairs. What is that? You turn that off. Yeah. 
His mom was offended. Yeah, they're like, get back to chopping off heads. <laughs> Crazy kids. <laughs> I told you, only zombie flicks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, violence gore. is fine. Yeah. Wow. Did, but, you, uh, did you love Evil Dead when you first saw it? Yeah. yeah. I was taken aback with it. I mean, we were laughing our asses laughing off. Laughing. It was a good movie. After that, everything. I saw it around that time, too. And after that, everything... Uh, that was associated with Sam Raimi. I always saw uh-huh, I, Bruce yeah. Campbell. I'll love Became him a big fan of Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Uh, so you watched it again last night? Yeah, we watched it last night, and uh, it still holds up. It does. I thought it? so too. It's a yeah. good. I, I still was tickled by it. I was too. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and I watched it with David, who had never seen it before. So I I had to really try to make myself not say, oh, wait, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. Yeah, there's so many good parts. How did he like it? He loved it. He thought it was great. (laughs) He hadn't seen it, huh? He hadn't seen it. And um, uh, he said said for him it was all about uh, Bruce Campbell. And he said, like, Bruce Campbell was made for that role. Yeah. Especially uh, the scene where um, his hand... Uh, yeah. tries to attack him. That's he, my favorite part. It's <laughs> fabulous. Bruce Campbell commits completely yeah. to that scene. I, I just want to say, um, I should have said this in the beginning, but if anybody didn't watch it and you've been listening to the podcast and not, you know, not watching all the movies, that's totally understandable. But I, this one out of all the ones that we've seen, I would recommend you watch it. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what, what year did it come out? Uh, Sometime in the 80s. 87 or 88, I can't remember. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 87. It came out in, in 1987. Uh, and it's also, it's Evil Dead 2 or Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn. Um, yeah, it's it was written by Raimi and this guy Scott Spiegel. And uh, it I think they did Evil Dead, the first Evil Dead movie. And then they got funding th- from that. They got funding to do this. And this is kind of a remake, sort of a remake yeah. of that first one. Yeah. Wasn't it Stephen King that really liked the first movie? Oh, really? I don't was know. Was it? He was like a cheerleader. So they were able to raise, you know, triple, quadruple the amount mm. of money they had for the first movie for the second movie. Did you guys both see Army of Darkness? Oh, yeah. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I couldn't wait for Army of Darkness to come out. And I liked it, but Evil Dead 2 is, I think, the best. Yeah. I tried to be an extra in Army of Darkness. Oh, really? Because I was in college. You were down at Long Beach? Yeah, when they filmed it right up there in the hills. What happened? Uh, I didn't get to be one. <laughs> yes, you did. Just I'll edit that part out. <laughs> did, you, did you love uh, when he uh, traps his hand under a pile of books and one of the books is Farewell to Arms? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because yeah, yeah, it's silly humor, but it's, it's funny, silly, but so. it's brilliant. And it's got yeah. it's got like Sam Raimi's. Uh, sort of, he, he uses it in a lot of his movies, the classic um, point of view shot. Yeah. He does that when, yes. the, when the, the evil thing is coming for him through uh-huh. the woods yeah. and chasing him into the house. And then he kind of loses it and, and ditches it and it looks around for yeah, him. It's like, Whoa, yeah. Huh? Huh? The growling. <laughs> and turns around and leaves. <laughs> the cabin was a lot bigger on the inside than it seemed yeah. on the outside. All these sprawl, yeah. sprawling passageways. <laughs> right. This is little dinky thing oh. on the outside. See, I love Great. how they'll do like these just bold camera moves and they'll do that where the uh, cabin's bigger on the inside. And uh, all this stuff that is just very confident 
stylistic choices, yeah. you know, yeah. and it, and it worked really well all together and make it. And I actually thought that it was, um, well, like, or, or also when you go out to where the bridge is, is, uh, curled, cl- up. curled yeah. up like a claw oh, and then the amazing. sun just kind of races across the uh-huh. sky. It's yeah. like, we're not letting up on the tension, you know, it, it, usually in movies in the daytime, you can relax a little, but we're just going to make it night again right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like they just break all the rules, basically. Right, right, right. And they don't care. <laughs> I even loved when his uh, he watched his, his zombie girlfriend in front of the cabin, uh, and she she's missing her head at that point, and she does her little stop-motion animation uh, dance. She mm-hmm. does her little ballet dance, yeah. and it's definitely... It's almost like a Ray Harryhausen kind of um, uh, Jason and the Argonauts sort of stop motion. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And then the head sort of rolls up her arm and comes back on her body. And it, they, he did so many different things. There were there were zombies. Creative. And yeah, oh, it was it was incredible. Yeah, the movie had a quick pace too. Uh-huh. It did. I mean, within the first five minutes, you know, Ash cut his girlfriend's head off. Yeah. Become uh, become possessed himself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. See, I think they were uh, the very first part, that first five minutes was supposed to kind of be like, here's what happened in the first movie. So, but even though it was a little different, you know, yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. You're right. Condense it down. So it could serve as a movie on its own, but it was kind of supposed to be like a sequel. Well, you know, you know, uh, if you watch on the DVD, if you watch the, uh, Extras, the extras, you know, where they comment the commentary. Uh, Bruce Campbell says that the first movie is its own, and this is not a sequel. Oh, I mean, this is a sequel, but it's not a remake. It's more like, so Ash right, actually went right. back to the same cabin. So it is a sequel. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry, it's, it's a sequel, but, but not it's not a, a, re- it's not oh, a remake. That's interesting. So that's why that, he calls his character Ash an imbecile. That's smart. Because he yeah. had already gone through all that, and then he brings another girlfriend back <laughs> yeah, 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 to yeah. the same cabin in the same woods. <laughs> He's not says, too bright. <laughs> He said something about how he's not very good at anything except for killing uh, you yeah. know, demons. Yeah, when it comes to either the evil dead, he actually makes no wrong choices. <laughs> Jumps right in swinging. Right, uh-huh. right. Did you know that um, Sam Raimi's brother Ted Raimi um, played the possessed Henrietta? Oh, is that right? Down in the basement. Yeah, yeah. That was his his brother <laughs> Ted Raimi, who who was in a couple other things too. Did you ever see the Adventures of? Um, Bristol County? Yes. Junior? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that too. He's great. Just saying. He's got a huge following. He does. He does. Bruce Campbell. Have you read his book? His fans are crazy. Yeah. If Chins yeah. could, couldn't could talk, him, could or, talk something? or something. Yeah. Was it good? It was all right. Uh, you know, he had a remarkably normal childhood. <laughs> <laughs> looking he has he has the, the you know the classic sort of chiseled features yeah. and he's also like the biggest goofball when he rolls around in the kitchen and with his possessed hand trying to i mean it's fabulous that was uh, inspired by the uh, three stooges they're was all big really? fans of the three stooges yeah Surprised. It's weird that I don't like the Three Stooges because I love that. You should give so it another much. shot. I know, crazy, you, huh? you don't like the Three Stooges. Isn't that weird? Okay, we're going to pause and go watch the Three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it seems weird. Now I think that maybe I just got it wrong when I was younger. Well, it's it's Three Stooges is more of a guy thing, I think. That's what they say. As is Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and zombies, apparently, too. But I no, love those, no. too. Um, so did you guys think it was... As far as movies go, scary. 
No. Not at all? I was laughing too hard to be scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not scary. Like, I mean, when the, the mounted uh, animal heads start laughing yeah. at you. I mean, it's psychologically disturbing. It is. It is. But it's, I wouldn't call it scary. Yeah. It's fe- well, it's certainly horror. It's tense. I mean, it's I, tense. I find it tense, you know? Yeah. It's the so first nonstop. One, the first one was more scary yeah, than the yeah. second one. The second one was just corny. It's funny, but I still thought, like, I'm still, like, you know, kind of bated breath, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then laugh, but still, like, what's going to come next? Yeah. You know, things You're always out. waiting yeah. for what's yeah. coming next. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, let's see. What else did I put here? Um, I had forgotten that it was Linda biting Ash's hand that caused him to, that it caused it to get possessed. There's a couple things. I forgot. There's a couple of things I didn't really understand about the movie, too. Like what? Like what? Well, if he was possessed, how come he kept going back That's and forth what between I was being possessed and being normal? Yeah, I wish they hadn't done that because it seemed it, it was cool to see him possessed, but it seemed like, okay, if they've already got him, why give him back? Yeah. We want rules. We want hard and fast rules. At first, the first time I thought maybe because the dawn came. But then, then, then he got possessed again later on, and then he just came back. And but it was funny when she <laughs> she kept trying to chop him with the axe. Yeah. And then you think it's over, and he's just leaning against the wall, and then you see this axe clunk. <laughs> he goes, "I told you I'm okay." okay. <laughs> I thought. Uh, I mean, what did you guys think about the ending? Oh, it was uh, it was a good ending. I thought. I yeah. remember when it's I first saw it, I, I was like, what the hell? I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Then when they did come out with um, Army of Darkness, that was good. Did like, you catch it? Yeah, they followed through with it. Yeah. Did you catch the uh, picture in the book, the Evil mm-hmm. Dead book of him? You with know? his chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was, what? He was the savior. Yeah. They talked about the guy that a thousand years ago, the, the guy, the man that came from the sky. Yeah. They yeah. Show yeah. Yeah. Him, ash in the book with and he doesn't notice that or think of it later when he decides to attach a chainsaw to his arm (laughs) wow no i didn't catch that um and then (laughs) yeah i guess that's that's about it all i can say is if you haven't if you haven't seen this watch it and if you don't like slapstick then you probably shouldn't watch it and that's about it (laughs) so um if you don't like slapstick Dread, that much, dreadcentral.com recently um, did an interview with, or uh, Bruce Campbell took questions from fans on chat or something like that. Hey, wait, aren't you going to tell your story? Yeah, I'm going to get to that oh, okay. at, right after this. Sorry. So, no, it's okay. So, um, <laughs> they said, I've heard, or one of the fans said, I've heard Sam Raimi's planning a remake of Evil Dead. Will you be involved in this? And if so, in what way? He says, uh, newsflash, we are remaking Evil Dead. The script is awesome. I will be one of the producers and possibly play the milkman. Then he says, in all honesty, we would all love to make another Evil Dead movie. When that, when that will happen, who can say? We're all working on other jobs right now. We're not trying to dodge anybody's questions. There just isn't that much to talk about. The remake's going to kick ass. You have my word. So I can't tell if they're actually going to do it or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they've been saying yeah. that for years. Yeah. So that brings me to one of the most embarrassing moments of my entire life. <laughs> I've been waiting Which, uh, for this for two weeks yeah, now. It's painful. <laughs> so you were there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we went down to LA to uh, watch the premiere of Bubba Hotep. Yeah. 
Which and I liked a lot, by the way. I thought it was dumb. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce Campbell was there and all the everybody else that was in the movie and all the producers and Sam Raimi was there. You know, we were all in the theater, all the same theater. And afterwards, uh, they did a Q&A. And I'm like right in the middle of the audience and I'm sitting next to this cute girl who I just met that night and we were kind of flirting around and I was stealing her popcorn and stuff like that. And then um, during the q and I was thinking, okay, I want to ask Bruce Campbell uh, about Evil Dead 4, but I don't want to, um, I know he gets that question a lot and he's annoyed with it. So I want to make it make sense why I'm asking him now because I know he's gotten it before a thousand times right so I so I so I raised my hand he called on me and I said and I didn't mean to come out this way but I just said if you're gonna make this why don't you make Evil Dead 4 (laughs) (laughs) and everybody interpreted that to me which actually was the truth so maybe they heard it in my voice that I thought it was lame (laughs) and they all everybody in the audience started booing and he what did he say he he didn't answer me he looked mad yeah well he didn't he put his hand on his forehead yeah something like that you made bruce campbell sad (laughs) no he was annoyed he was annoyed you made him he's like that you know he's Cranky. He, uh, well, he's kind of a smartass. Yeah, actually. he's a smartass. Oh, I love and then what pissed him, I love me off. Him cranky and smartass. Right after that, they're all boo, 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 and then some other fan raises his hand. And he goes, "But anyway, why aren't you doing Evil Dead for? And then he answered it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "God, I should have just asked it like that." <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Then do you remember? Uh, he said Sam Raimi's busy with some Spider-Man movie because that was what was going on back then. Did you blush, Scarlet? Yes, and then the girl who was sitting next to me, uh, suddenly I was invisible. And you couldn't eat her popcorn? <laughs> no, I wouldn't try. I wouldn't dare try. So that sucked. So now, like, I love Bruce Campbell, but I have this. I have to make it up somehow. Yeah. Well, we just did an homage to his movie. There we go. Yeah. And we've told, we've said a million times, we love, love you, Bruce Campbell. There, yeah. you just made it up. And I still think Bubba Hotep sucked. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it, too. I thought it was cool. Yeah. They're making you. another one. Are they really? Yeah. Elvis and except Bruce isn't going to be in it. What? No, they're getting someone else to play Elvis. That's crazy. Hmm. Bruce, that... he's in a TV show right now, isn't he? Yeah, Burn Notice. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Is it? Uh-huh. <gasps> that uh, that movie to, Bubba Hotep was made by all the same people that did uh, Phantasm, which I think was right. on my list of scariest movies. Yeah, that oh. movie is scary. And the, the tall man was there too. Did you notice? The guy who plays the Undertaker, yeah, in, in, yeah, and I just kept looking over at him. I was like, because uh, I used to see that guy's face in my dreams when I was yeah, a little kid. Yeah, you were in my dreams, man. That's really. Funny. I wanted to say something to him, but he'd be like, "Come here, boy." Chop <laughs> a couple of your fingers off. Yeah, exactly. Phantasm. Uh, the phantasm really. Phantasm. Oh, that was scary. Well, it didn't know, help. We were young kids when we saw it. That always, it's creepy, though, because it's so weird. It is creepy, yeah. You, you know what I figured out last night after seeing Frankenstein? Hmm. I've never seen young Frankenstein. Oh, you got to watch that. Well, that's the only movie I've seen about Frankenstein. So David said... Frankenstein. Frankenstein? Yeah, <laughs> yeah David, uh, David said, I have to see it. That's yeah. like, you haven't seen it. It's but, Mel Brooks, probably his best movie. He hasn't sh- seen Shaun of the Dead, so um, sometime we're going to do young Frankenstein, Shaun of the Dead. Weekend. Do either of you have anything else to say about Evil Dead 2? See it. Yep. See it. (laughs) See it. Okay. Let's take a break. Stay with us. There's more to come.
Attention shoppers, Deadcast Top 5 in 5, 4, 3, 2. Uh, this week we're doing five most embarrassing ways for a zombie to die. From, suggested from Jordan. From Jordan from the Walking Dead TV podcast. Hey Jordan. That was fun, by the way. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was. So why don't we have our guests of honor go first? Okay, five the five most embarrassing ways to die. If you're a zombie. If you're a zombie, yeah. Right, so you've been turned into a zombie. <laughs> so I thought about it, and I think uh, being hit by a car would be embarrassing because it's so cliche. It really is. <laughs> oh, couldn't you think of a more interesting way to die? Well, no, embarrassing. Oh, look, Saul got hit by a car. <laughs> so cliche. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> Karen. Okay, uh, my number five is mistakenly shamble off cliff. <laughs> I can picture that. <laughs> I can too. Especially me. I'd be like a, re- a really Braids. a coordinated ah. zombie. Would, would he scream on the way down? Or would he just keep going? Punk. Ah. <laughs> My number five is while hunkered over its prey eating brains, a bunch of unnoticed house cats eat it from behind. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's really good. Rich? Okay, number four. Yeah. I have, uh, well, similar to yours, falling off of a parking garage. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's about the only way they can get to any height is by walking up a parking garage and then right. they a giant ramp. And they can make yeah. it all the way up there. And, and then yeah. they fall off. And they just fall yeah. off. <laughs> what a waste of time. Lemmings. <laughs> Stupid zombies. <laughs> Um, my, um, my number two is actually an homage to, um, Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I thought about it this morning when I was in bed. And, um, so picture, if you will, a zombie at, um, Ed and Sean's house. Hey, Ed and Sean with their record collection. Thwack. Death by Charday. <laughs> it has to be Charday. That would be even more embarrassing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you remember the scene. Okay, um, my number four is eaten by a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> it is embarrassing. Yeah, because then it's obvious right. who's the most right badass movie monster. Right, oh. right, or or destroyed by a vampire. I'd like to yeah, see that, that too. <laughs> it would be cool. Yeah, yeah. They, sh- I mean. Dang, they've done everything else. <laughs> Rich. Okay, number three. Uh, uh, what do I have? I have, oh, starving. <laughs> I thought about that, too. Oh, yeah. That's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Can't yeah. find any fresh Your brains. Your whole purpose is to eat brains. Oh. Like it. Loser. My number, oh, your turn, Karen. My number three is little girl gets lucky shot. <laughs> I, I thought that one too. Yeah. Shot by a little I didn't girl. know how to say it. Shot though. by a little girl. My number three is worms. Oh! <laughs> Just like any other dead body. Rich. <laughs> number two, uh, liquid nitrogen. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, that's good. Wait, embarrassing, but oh, it would be really cool. I wonder if they'd break. Yeah. If you're flash frozen, yeah, you'd break. If we actually made a movie with all of these, I bet it would make millions of dollars. All right, everybody. Here are just giving them out. Yeah. Giving the ideas out. 
Uh, my number two is another haiku. <clears throat> oh, the oh, you're doing all haikus. I didn't no, even. I'm not doing all haikus. Okay. I'm doing three haikus. Okay. Uh, embarrassing death, zombie stung by a bee. No, oh, I'm still allergic. <laughs> <laughs> His neck swells up. Brown. Ah. Tongue swells up. <laughs> My number two. Slips on banana peel, impaled on fence post. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 uh, Zombie slapstick. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yes, we had shot. You're number one. Okay, number one, zombie cat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be embarrassing. I'm not positive what that means, <laughs> but I'm pretty. I have a pretty good idea. Do you see Pet Cemetery? Yeah, there that that was nasty. Yeah, zombie cat. I mean, if people are zombies, can't yes. pets be zombies? Of course they can, especially mm-hmm. big cats. All right, my number one is another haiku. Uh, <clears throat> zombie gorges on obese Americans dies of diabetes. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know they they can get fat because they're all sugary. Are fat are obese Americans all sugary? I don't know if you can catch <laughs> diabetes by eating the diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be embarrassing. But it would be embarrassing. Yeah, either way. Uh, You're number one. Well, I wrote, shot by a catapult up an elephant's butt. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be so embarrassing. embarrassing. You'd think, though, that the zombie would then eat its way out yeah, of the Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> Probably wouldn't die. <laughs> I put honorable mention, head smashed by clown mallet. Oh, yeah. that's good. That's good. I had a, um, an honorable mention um, haiku. Um, undead assumed to be invincible dies of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an onion. That was onion. David. That was David's. Uh, so Mix Eclectic from Twitter gave us some. Okay. I wrote Twitter, but it's actually Twitter. He says, number five, stuck in concrete eaten by squirrels. <laughs> 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 he said <laughs> for used for celebrity look-alike target practice <laughs> right as we've seen especially not a very flattering uh celebrity comparison number three sucked into intake of jet engine Ooh, <laughs> well, that's lost. Cool. lost inspired mm-hmm. yeah that's just cool man. wood chipper would be equally. that's not embarrassing that's i'd be proud if that happened <laughs> get sucked into a jet engine uh, number two, mistake grenade for juicy brain. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> and the number one way is beaten down by a little girl with pogo stick. Yeah. <laughs> little Those girl made the fabulous. list twice. Yeah. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants. Nobody dead or undead wants to be killed by um, a little girl. <laughs> uh, live or undead. <laughs> so num- uh, what would be the most like honorable way, you know? The coolest way. I think the saving, jet engine would be pretty saving, cool. Saving uh, the president from a burning building. How about eating so many brains you explode? <laughs> would that be honorable? Yeah, would you're it, the yeah mission accomplished. Yeah, it? you're the top zombie. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to die a zombie hero? <laughs> yeah, like killing saving, lots of humans. Saving Timmy from a well. <laughs> and then eating his brain. <laughs> okay. Uh that's it. Let's move on to our listener moans, groans, and grunts. 
couple quick emails. Number one is yours. It is. It is. It is. And this one comes from Rick. And the uh, subject is, ooh-wee. <laughs> Kirkman might have been having a little fun with you guys when he did his zombie sound. In the original Dawn of the Dead movie, there's a scene when they are in the mall where the character Stephen Flyboy is invited by Roger and Peter to raise a little hell. Stephen then <laughs> screams, ooh-wee. Could be a coincidence, but you never know. Love the show and listen to everyone. It's always easy to tell that you're both having a great time, and I like and really appreciate that, Rick. Well, Rick, uh, you're probably right. He might have been. It might have been an homage to uh, to Dawn of the Dead. Um, and you're absolutely right. We do have a good time. I don't know if you can tell, but we have a good time. We usually record this on a Friday, and <laughs> and it's it's usually my Friday off of work. I have every other, every other Friday off work. Thank you, Water District. And um, and it's great. We get to um, sit around and uh, I have a beer. And uh, it's like, it's a happy hour. It's my Friday happy hour. We talk zombies. It's really a good time. I love it. I love doing this. And I have Just coffee saying. and a beer. <laughs> Sometimes you have a Red Bull and a beer. And a coffee. Anyway. <laughs> um, He's just slamming everything around. From Lori. Lori. Oh, I, she told me to, how to say it, and I said it wrong. Is <laughs> I it even Laurie? spelled it. Yeah, Laurie. Laurie. From Laurie, she just asked, did you see the reality show Face Off on Sci-Fi? It had a show on zombies, which was judged by Greg Nicotero. I didn't, didn't see that, but I um, sent your email to Karen. She let me know that you can actually see the whole episode on sci-fi.com, <clears throat> which I plan to do. So uh, it's called The Dancing Dead, that particular episode. And I'll post a link on our website. Let's watch it and uh, <coughs> and uh, mention it next week. Okay, yeah, we'll watch it. But that won't be our main thing. We can just kind of talk about it for a second. Groovy. So we got a couple of tweets. Mix Eclectic said, the last cast made me hungry for wings. I think that would be on my top five as well. Do you remember? I, I forgot, but then I remembered why. Because Jordan said his last thing that he would do if he got bit was get a big bucket of wings a buffalo and a giant wings. thing of blue cheese. That does sound good. <laughs> I do that every week. Why do you have to wait? <laughs> yeah, come on, you Jordan. You don't have to wait. Go out and get you some wings. And, uh, and there's a, um, a Twitter user just called Zombie, and he only tweets in unintelligible zombieisms. Nice. <laughs> and he sent one to us that says, Zagram. <laughs> right back at you, zombie. Sounds Klingonish. <laughs> it does, huh? <laughs> Should be saying. <laughs> okay, let's move on to this weekend zombies with Karen. Groovy. I only have one story. It's been a uh, it's been a slow week and uh, late like uh, zombie gone. Zombie gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a slow week. I don't know why. For some reason, last last summer, last fall. Mm-hmm. A lot of zombie stories. Do like, you know about Google News? Shut up. <laughs> you can put zombie in there. It, it, you did that. You did. You know that. what? Uh, it's all uh, just like boring. And and news stories about Rob Zombie. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'd like to be able to filter out anything about Rob Zombie, mm-hmm. um, but I seem to not be able to do that. So every week I find out what's going on with Rob. This zombie. week in Rob Zombie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but this um, news story. Um, uh, sort of popped out at me this morning at the breakfast table. I was eating my um, my coffee cup of cereal before I went on my run, and uh, we were sitting at the table reading the San Francisco Chronicle. And 
uh, I saw this news story and I said, oh my God, this is it. This is my, this is my story. Um, it's, uh, the title is interesting volunteers sought to donate brains for research. Uh, Dr. Jacobo Anisi wants Donald Trump's brain. That's the example he cited in describing who might be the ideal candidate for a 1,000 plus donor campaign for a 1,000 plus donor campaign being run by his UC San Diego brain bank. You heard me, brain bank. The center is seeking people who can supply detailed life histories before they die and their brains afterward. Anisi, Anisi, is working with a former flying monkey from the Wizard of Oz. I can't make this stuff up. <laughs> and a woman who can't feel fear. Trump's history as a real estate developer, author, and TV star, and by the way, uh, improbable um, bizarro hair model, uh, would be a good addition, he said. The center, begun six years ago, is creating technologies and strategies to help researchers study how personality, memories, emotions, and other traits are reflected within the brain's chemical and electrical signaling systems. Success, he said, depends largely on the depth of information shared by the brain's, brains bleh, bank's donors. The ideal is someone with an interesting life, a politician or businessman, whose biography has already been written, he said in a telephone interview. We want to write the last few chapters of their biography in neurological terms. We should go after Donald Trump, really. That's a lot of work saved up, uh, at, saved up front for us. While Trump may fit the ideal, he said, he might, uh, <laughs> while Trump might fit the ideal, he may not be interested. Uh, Trump spokesman uh, Ronna Graff declined to comment. <laughs> sure. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's a real, it's a real thing. Um, yeah, here you go. They would want you, interesting brains. Would you do it? Would I do it? Yeah. I, I would be afraid of going there and saying, hey, guys, uh, here's my brain. And then they would say, you're not interesting enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Water conservation specialist? Uh, no. We'll keep you in mind. We'll call you if we need you. Yeah. I, I have the feeling that they would uh, reject me outright. I'm, I, you know, zombie podcast? This girl, the woman who doesn't feel any fear, that's... That would be an interesting uh, thing to experience for a while, but I I think you'd you'd die pretty quickly. Cause what girl die. who yeah. doesn't feel fear? From you just read that. <laughs> you should listen to yourself. <laughs> I did not read that. Yeah, there, there, that was one of the brains that they were looking at or something that they were trying to get. Oh yeah, and a woman who can't feel fear. I mm. suppose I did read that. <laughs> <laughs> I should listen to myself, I suppose. <laughs> that's that's cool. I like that. They um they're oh actually it would have been fun. There's this woman who had a stroke and she was a scientist, a brain scientist actually. And so she was very aware of how the brain works. And so she lost a lot of her memory and her functioning, but slowly relearned everything. But she had this like blissful Zen experience because only the part of her brain that was like the creative side was active, you know? And, um, now she's much more 
in tune with herself. And she goes out and preaches that she wants people to donate their brains after they die so that they can help with stroke research and stuff like that. And she sings these brain songs to try and get people to donate their brains. She sings a brain song? (laughs) Yeah. And it's kind of goofy and stuff. And it's a little bit like, it it almost feels sinister. She's like, I want your brain, you know? I want your brain. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's what this made me think of. I think we need to find her little brain songs. Okay. Play one of her little brain songs on our podcast. Guest. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Shall we move on? Yes. Let's All shout. Right. Thanks. I like that one. That's good. You're uh, what is next? Contests. Contests. <clears throat> okay. So um, we put up our four zombie sounds and we got a lot of votes, like over a hundred, I think. And um, last time we checked, uh, I checked, we were at 108 and I felt that that was lucky. <laughs> 108, a very That's lucky right. number. And uh, the winner was uh, Joe Z. Congratulations. We're going to be sending you your DVD. Congratulations, today. Joey Z. Well Joe, done. Joe's a funny guy. So I'm going to play his um, winning zombie sound. Yes, please do. Here we go. Hey. Hey. Hey, come here. Come here. Yeah, I got something to tell you. All right, come on, really. Come here. Zombie? No. <laughs> no, don't be silly. Seriously, I got something to tell you. Come here. Come here. Closer. It's a secret. The secret is. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> Alright, here comes another one. Hey, hey, come here. Got something to tell you. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for sending that in. That was pretty cool. Uh, and we got 75 ratings in iTunes, so it's time to give out another uh, Walking Dead trade paperback. <clears throat> Incidentally, we've been getting a lot of really cool, good reviews lately, so thanks a lot, you guys. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to do that. I really like it. As much as I have this reputation for not liking praise, um, it I actually do like it. <laughs> it's you're good to very, hear. You're very good at not liking praise. I mean, I just don't want to bore everybody with it. That's all. Reading it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Send lots. Send lots. <laughs> I just don't yeah. expect to hear it. <laughs> uh, so we're giving away another copy of the first trade paperback. That's the first six issues of the comic. This week's winner, Gracie Lou. Woo! Gracie Lou. We love Gracie Lou. Her winning haiku is warm flesh, so tasty. Juice drips from decaying lips. My eyes find you next. <laughs> That's sweet and kind of romantic. <laughs> sort of. Hey. If you like if you like it when your significant other eats you. <laughs> uh, and we'll move on from there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quickly. Uh, so five more ratings on iTunes and we'll give away another one of those. Um, that was our fifth one that we've given away so far. Nice. And we've got five more. All then, right. And then it's over. Okay, people. Oh, also, I'm going to change the rules to make it a little easier on myself. Um, <laughs> from now on, if you want to send us a haiku as an entry to this contest, uh, two ways you can do that. You can tweet it to us at Jason and Karen, you know, on Twitter, or you can leave it in the comments on any post on our website, walkingdeadcast.com. That way we can keep track of them all. <clears throat> and I'm going to put up a contest page on walkingdeadcast.com that lists all the contests that we've got running at any one time and the rules and stuff so that if you forget you can just go on there and easily find out what you need to do to enter can i win no (laughs) (laughs) and oh one more thing um we we got i've been talking with one of our listeners 
that's not a zombie sound. <laughs> Play this one. Oh, that's not a zombie sound either. Okay, go, go, go. There we go. I think that might have been Gracie Lou, actually. Or no, that was um, Lori Holden. Oh, that was good. That's Gracie Lou. I think she's so, like, in my mind, she's petite and very sweet and really cute. No, evil. Mm, but sweet. <laughs> evil. Sweet and evil. Yeah. Uh, so I've been talking to this listener, and he's going to give us a really cool donation as a prize. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's, I think it's over, it's valued at over $200. Dude, is it the thing nice. you told me about last night? Yeah, but, I, <gasps> but don't say. Oh, it's so cool, it's so yet. cool. And uh, it's really, really cool. And uh, I think Take by the next it. episode, we'll be able to announce what it is and um, and uh, what the contest is. We have a cool idea for contest too. So it's really, really cool. And it's Teaser. not. It's not a pony. I know you're thinking pony because that would be my. It starts with a P, though. First thing to think about, I'd be like pony, but no. it's not a pony. Zombie pony. <laughs> it's not even a zombie pony. I know, right? What would you do with it? Stick a a kid on it. You'd ride around and like (laughs) (laughs) you walk around the neighborhood and eat the other children. It'd be great. Zombie pony. There anybody there's a movie for you. Okay, Karen's gonna give away a zombie (laughs) pony. (laughs) All right. Uh you guys ready to close it out? We are. Okay. Okay, that's our show, episode thirty. Thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Rich, for coming in. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thirty is a big anniversary. I know thirty. That was uh, thirty. That was, that was a. That was actually a pretty cool age to reach. Thirty? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Forty was better. How about fifty? Young. No, I kidding. feel pretty good now that I'm seventy. <laughs> you look great for seventy. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, okay. Um, I wanted to mention that I'm considering um, doing a show where we have a uh, chat room. With the listeners that can be in the chat room, put the computer right idea. up here, you know. I think that's a great idea. So uh, look look forward to that. Gracie not- Lou, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. And Jose. Oh, we got to get Jose Z in there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, who, was the, who was our British guy from? Ian. Ian. Yeah. This means you, kid. <laughs> totally. That'd be fun. Yeah, it would. Uh, next episode. If you want to take part with us, check out the We're Alive podcast on iTunes. We're going to listen to the first two chapters and talk about that. Um, They also have a great website called zombiepodcast.com if you want to check it out. Uh, And our next Deadcast Top 5, we're going to have Karen's friend Dawn in, and we're going to talk about the top five all-time favorite comics that we love. Oh, he's going to rock that. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm going to pick, but it's going to be hard. I have a couple. I already kind of know. Yeah. I kind of know. You have to come up with five. That you might have to tough. go read some comics. Yeah, I know, right? It's like picking your five favorite movies. Yeah, That's even hard. harder. That's I have hard. thousands. Okay, if you'd like to give us a call, you can call us at 650-485-DEAD. That's 650-485-3323. You can email us at brains at walkingdeadcast.com. You can check out our website and leave comments at walkingdeadcast.com. We're also on Twitter at Jason and Karen. And uh, you can easily find us at Facebook um, at facebook.com slash deadcast. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening. Don't Don't get get (laughs)
groovy. 